It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The future of the quarterback position in Washington right now is revolving around three specific names. We're going to break down the benefits of all three. That and more coming up right now on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into this episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for being a Locked On Commanders, your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're getting your podcast. And you can continue this conversation with me by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders. Sign up. And from there, you'll get inside news, exclusive content, insight analysis, and one-on-one conversations with me via text messages, no apps, no hashtags, no filtering through timelines. Join the Lock Insider program by going to jointsubtext.com slash commanders and sign up today. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for commandercountry.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's fan nation. Here with you every Monday through Friday, along with the everydayers. And everydayers, you already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway, I appreciate your continued support for the show. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. On today's episode, we are identifying three keys to a commander's New Year's Eve win over the San Francisco 49ers. We're talking about why the future of the commander's quarterback evaluation could begin this weekend. But first, we're going to start today's episode talking about the three names that just about everybody is discussing right now when it comes to the future of the Washington quarterback situation. They are Caleb Williams, Sam Howell, and Russell Wilson. So if you haven't heard by now, the Denver Broncos are benching veteran quarterback Russell Wilson. And the expectation, the reports are that Russell Wilson will be released in March. The more I think about it, the more I don't hate the idea of Washington going after Russell Wilson. I will tell you why here in just a minute, but I'm going to drop the pros for each of these three candidates. Caleb Williams. So what are the pros for Caleb Williams? Well, obviously, he's a blue chip NFL draft prospect, expected to be the number one quarterback taken off the board, potentially the number one player taken off the board. He's highly productive uh, coming out of college, coming out of USC, a transfer out of Oklahoma. Uh, he's at nine USC single season records, including total offense, most touchdowns, rushing and passing best interception rate in a single season in 2023. He had a 68.6% completion rate through for 3,633 yards, 30 touchdowns, five interceptions, and the USC Trojans finished the season eight and five, not because of quarterback play, but because of their defense, which wasn't very good. Uh, Won the Heisman trophy in 2022. And he's a hometown guy. He's a hometown hero. He's a Washington DC kid. And when you look at Sam Howell, uh, you know, this season, 3,339 passing yards in his first 12 games, uh, 278.25 yards per game. That 12, 12 games, again, every day as we've talked about this and, and when I started seeing Sam Howell start to press and all these things and basically going to call it like his rookie wall. Again, this is first season starting. So basically his rookie season as a starting quarterback, 12 games in, essentially hit his rookie wall after that point in time. So before he hit his rookie wall, 278.25 yards per game, 486 pass attempts in that same stretch at 6.9 yards per 
Uh, pass attempt, which is pretty solid. 18 touchdown passes of 14 interceptions. Not great, but pretty much what you expect in a t- touchdown-to-interception ratio for a young quarterback. Uh, three rushing touchdowns. The upside, now he's got the experience. Now he's got the offense to grow mentally. He's obviously got the offseason to also grow physically, but you really want to look at that growth mentally, kind of resetting, getting away from the game, getting away from the negativity, uh, and try to come back next season a little bit more refreshed uh, and a little bit more cleaner in the brain. And then Russell Wilson, 3,070 yards in 15 games before getting benched again this this weekend coming up. 204.7 yards per game. He had 447 pass attempts at 6.9 yards per pass attempt. That's the exact same average as Sam Howell. 26 touchdown passes, though, to just eight interceptions. Uh, He also had three rushing touchdowns. So why Wilson, right? Why is Russell Russell Wilson the best option in my eyes? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. So you talk to people around the league, and and they'll tell you that Russell Wilson may have been one of the five biggest issues playing the Denver Broncos this year, but he's not top four. Um, there's there's many other issues there. We, we can do a whole conversation about what happened in Denver, why those things didn't go right, what part of this uh, Russell Wilson had to play. But at the end of the day, I think the, the biggest thing to, to look at from this is what we don't know is how much is this experience being traded from Seattle, going through what he went through in Denver, how much is that humbled Russell Wilson? Right, Because that's a big part of this is it, self-awareness and, and your own vision and your own ego and all those things. And those aren't things we can honestly answer. We can assume, we can speculate, but that's why I think this is so worth a conversation. And for people around the league who know, uh, they may already have those answers, and that could certainly uh, help shape things. But the other part of this is going after a guy like Russell Wilson. You look at the stats there. Those are those are pretty efficient stats, to be, to be quite honest with you. And again, you don't want a stat scout, but I have not gotten into the deep uh, deep dive of the All-22 and all those things. Once we get into the offseason, we'll do all that stuff. And, you know, there's a report that comes out. It's like, Russell Wilson's got a short list of three teams. No way he's going to Washington. Then, all right, we'll probably move on for it. But if that's not happening, then I probably will go through a deep dive of Russell Wilson film uh, from the last season and just kind of take a look and, and see what I think with my own two eyes of, of what this quarterback uh, looks like in this game. But here's, here's what I want to point out, right? So during the early part of this season, Russell Wilson, the Denver Broncos, they start the year one in five. So the only win is against the Chicago Bears in week four. They open up the season losing to the Las Vegas Raiders. They lose to the Washington Commanders, as you know. They lose to the Miami Dolphins. They beat the Bears. They lose to the Jets. They lose to the Chiefs, okay? Five losses, one win to start the season. Obviously, your quarterback is not going to be getting a whole lot of praise. Uh, He's at three games there, throwing over 200 yards, two over 300, four over 190. He's at one, two, three, four multi-touchdown throwing games. But here's the thing that really stands out to me. Your team is one in five. And your quarterback has thrown four interceptions in that stretch. Four interceptions while your team is losing. To me, that tells you that you've got a smart quarterback. You've got a quarterback that even though your team is in dire straits, he is not just throwing the ball around the field, hoping to get lucky. I mean, 70 to 20, he throws one interception. You get beat by 50 points. You'd expect most quarterbacks to come out with two or three interceptions just because at some point you get a desperation mode and you're going to start throwing the ball into some really weird spots. Now, after that, they go on a one, two, three, four, five game win streak. During that five game win streak, guys, Russell Wilson throws three, four, five, six, seven touchdowns, no interceptions during the five game win streak. Sorry, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, He does have a three interception game against Houston, Texas. Obviously, that hurts. That leads to a loss. Uh, That's not what you want. But I think you are you're okay with giving a a guy a, a mulligan on one game uh, here and there during the season. He's thrown one interception since to five touchdowns. I mean, 
you look at the production and you think about how Jerry Judy has kind of fallen off. Javante Williams in the Broncos running game hasn't been all that great. The offensive line isn't exactly the most highly touted in the league. I mean, look, you know, just for, just from a production standpoint alone, Russell Wilson does not look like he is the problem there. Uh, but the other thing about this is this gives your new staff, your new GM, your new head coach, three bites at the quarterback apple, right? Typically, if you draft, like you don't see most GM head coach tandems get two first round quarterback picks. You don't. You get one first round quarterback pick, and usually that's it. If you don't make that first first round guy work, you're usually not around for the second first round pick. So if you do this, you get Wilson and you get Howell. Both of those guys at this point in time in their careers, very similar uh, play style as far as Russell Wilson losing some of that athleticism, needing to play more within the system. Sam Howell, not as athletic as a Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, but mobile enough, uh, but still needs to play within the system. Uh, Sam Howell is actually listed a little bit taller than Russell Wilson. So as far as height concerns, if you can formulate a system to work around with Russell Wilson for a week or for a week, for a season or two, uh, certainly Sam Howell could fit into that same system. For those of those out there who are criticizing Sam Howell's height, uh, but then also want Caleb Williams, they're both listed as 6'1". So I don't know what to tell you uh, on that one. With this duo, you get two for one. You bring in Russell Wilson, you give him the first crack at the starting job, because I think you're probably going to do that with a veteran like like Russ. And then you have a lot of new pieces in this year uh, on the roster coming up this year. You're going to have a lot of turnover after the season. You need that stabilizing presence and you get the opportunity. If Russell Wilson doesn't work out after four or five years or five weeks or whatever it is, you bring in Sam Howell. That gives you your second bite at the apple. If neither of those guys work out. You then push all your chips in. You go get yourself a blue chip quarterback in next year's NFL draft. That's your third bite at the apple. And you know what? If you want to spend a sixth rounder this year on, say, a guy like Sam Hartman out of Notre Dame, that actually gives you four bites at the apple. So to me, looking at the landscape in the NFL, how impatient people are with finding the quarterback. If you go all in on a Caleb Williams this year, that's it. You either make that work or you're done. If you go with a veteran and Howell combination this year, maybe a late a late round quarterback to develop on the back end. That gives you three chances right there. If that doesn't work after a year or two, you go all in on a rookie quarterback. Then by that time, you've spent other draft capital, other money on other positions, and you have a better roster to put that rookie in because you look at the roster right now, you look at this offensive line specifically, you need at least three new additions to this offensive line this offseason alone, and you're not going to get them all in the free agent pool. So even if you sign two free agents, if you spend that first round pick on anything other than an offensive lineman, you are putting a rookie quarterback behind a suspect offensive line once again, and you're just setting yourself up for the same disappointment once again. This kind of makes more, more, more people happy than not because it's going to make the Russell Wilson people happy. It's going to make the Sam Howell people happy. Sorry, Caleb Williams, folks. You're not going to like it, obviously. But here's the thing. The evaluation on Sam is going to be tricky for anybody because of everything going on around the franchise. But that evaluation may actually start sooner than we expected because it could be starting this weekend. That, and I'm going to flesh out my Russell Wilson idea a little bit more coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview, and that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place 
for you to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and it's easy. They've even launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making a Locked On Commanders your first listener, your first view today and every day, every day, or as always. Thank you for coming through on a regular basis like you do. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Going into our second segment here, no off-season discussion would be complete without a mock draft. So I've already told you, and I know some of you don't like it already, but I'm go- uh, to me, the more I think about this Russell Wilson situation, the more I kind of actually like the idea of going with a veteran Sam Howell combo uh, for this next regime to start. And again, whoever the new head coach is, whoever the new GM is, that's going to be a major part of this discussion as it moves forward. But until we know those answers, we pretty much just have to kind of rest on our own opinions. Uh, and, you know, again, every day, this is not a surprise to you. I've kind of established myself as a person who doesn't like throwing your rookie into an unstable situation. I view this Washington Commanders rookie or roster as a very unstable situation because I wouldn't be surprised. You're going to see, I think, at least 60% turnover, maybe 70% turnover between this season and next season. So there's a lot of turnover. I think you need a veteran to kind of come stabilize that whole situation. So if you, if you, if the commanders listen to me and they go on, they pay Russell Wilson, which you're not paying him what his current contract calls for uh, his current contracts and to pay him pretty handsomely anyway. So he doesn't need a whole heck of a lot more money on top of that. So that kind of helps. Uh, plus you've got all the cap space in the world anyway. So it's really not a, a, a problem, but if you go with Wilson, how you have the number three overall pick as you currently do in this mock draft that I conducted through, through the PFF mock draft simulator, Caleb Williams has gone at number one to Chicago bears. So apparently they're giving up on Justin Fields. Uh, But Drake May is still there at number three. Wide receiver goes number two to the Arizona Cardinals. So New England has the number four pick. And they've also got a quarterback need. And that's a franchise that kind of smells to me like they're quarterback desperate. And they're definitely willing to trade up to go get a guy like Drake May. So in this scenario, I trade the number three overall pick to the New England Patriots for the fourth pick. And the 104th pick, I give them the Washington Commanders fifth rounder in exchange. This is a straight-up chart math trade, okay, guys? Now, typically, a trade-up for a quarterback kind of fleeces the other team. They have to pay a bonus, you know what I mean, pay a premium. I got all that, but I'm just simulating based off of math, so draft trade charts and all that stuff. That's all I'm going into. So could they get more? Sure, possibly, but right now I'm just going to go with the trade chart math, so I'm not inflating for quarterback value, just full disclosure here. Uh, New England gets Drake May. And for me, Washington gets offensive tackle Olufashanu out of Penn State. They get themselves a left tackle to restart, re- reinvigorate this offensive line. And you got Sam Cosme, you got Olufashanu. Hopefully, you've signed maybe a guard or a tackle in free agency. And now you've got three of your five positions set, along with Ricky Stromberg coming in, who again looked fairly solid uh, before he was lost for the season due to injury, and more to come on that. So you grab Olufashanu, you get a fourth round pick instead of a fifth round pick. 
And that's just off the trade chart. And again, the inflation for quarterback, you're going to get even better. Second round, 35th overall pick. I'm going edge Chris Braswell out of Alabama. Yes, another Alabama guy. But you know what? The dude is talented and it just is what it is. Edge rusher Chris Braswell out of Alabama to help us get that defensive line back under 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 control. Get that pass rush back reestablished. Second round pick, 40th overall. Five picks later, I'm going linebacker Edron Cooper out of Texas A&M. Considered by many as the best off-ball linebacker in this draft. If you can get him in the second round, that is where you go. Edron Cooper, Texas A&M, 67th pick in the third round. I'm going center Jackson Powers Johnson out of Oregon. The Remington Trophy winner for the, the best center in college football this year. His stock actually might rise during the offseason, so I don't know if he's going to be sitting there, but right now he's sitting there at pick number 67. So I got myself a new starting offensive tackle. I got a new edge. I got a new off-ball linebacker. Again, hopefully in free agency, when we added Russell Wilson, we also added a guard. We also added another veteran tackle that is not you know the, the caliber that we've talked about before. We got uh, uh, Sam uh, Ricky Stromberg, and we bring in Jackson Powers Johnson, I think we've got a pretty good start there to fleshing out this top five uh, for our offensive line. Hundredth pick uh, in the third round. I'm going tight end AJ Barner out of Michigan. Solid blocker, decent receiver. He's going to need some some development, but you throw him in the mix there. Perhaps Logan Thomas is back or not, but you also have John Bates. You have Cole Turner. You got a pretty solid young tight end group there uh, to help whoever your quarterback is going to be. So that's the mock draft. That's what the mock draft looks like. Look, if you take that quarterback off then you're either going to lose your edge, you're going to lose your offense tackle, whatever it is, uh, you got to make the sacrifice there. So to me, again, you do this, you you go out in free agency, you get some key pieces in the trenches as well. You bring, bring back some guys like Curtis Samuel. Hopefully I would bring back Kendall Fuller at this point in time. You need that veteran stability in the secondary uh, with the way that Benjamin St. Juice and Emmanuel Forbes have been playing. So, you know, that kind of, to me, that kind of makes Kendall Fuller a little bit more important, uh, but you do what you can do. There, moving on now, the next phase of the Sam Howell evaluation, maybe starting sooner than we all expected, as in it could be starting this weekend against the San Francisco 49ers, which is not a good prospect. And that is because Jacoby Brissett is questionable heading into this weekend against the 49ers. Uh, after practice Thursday, basically, after meetings even, uh, he, he kind of came up with a hamstring issue, hamstring tightness. He's been getting treatment for it, but he is listed as questionable for the game on Sunday. Sam Howell will start. In his place, if Jacoby Brissett can't go, Jake Fromm, you presume, would be the backup. I think Jake Fromm might might dress anyway. Even if Jacoby can go, I think they might dress Jake Fromm, uh, make him active, well, make him inactive on game day, but active roster over the weekend from the practice squad to have that third emergency quarterback option in case they need it. Looking at the other commander's game status reports, uh, also out, cornerback Kendall Fuller, cornerback Benjamin St. Juice, safety Percy Butler, offensive center Tyler Larson, offensive tackle, Charles Leno. Those guys are all out for this game. Questionable. Offensive tackle Andrew Wiley, quarterback Jacoby Brissett. I mean, you got three offensive linemen out or questionable, three defensive backs out, and your starting new starting quarterback questionable uh, for this game. Secondary, uh, Quan Martin is going to be your safety slash nickel. Terrell Burgess, Cam Curl, our safeties, Emmanuel Forbes, Street Castro Fields, your cornerbacks. Uh, I mean, this secondary is down basically to its its last you know pieces. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be an experience, folks. It's going to be an experience they're facing off against San Francisco 49er. Um, as a as a commander try to get an upset, an upset that not a lot of you want to see them get anyway. Well, if the upset comes with a renewed hope for Sam Howell, then maybe it's worth it. I know some of y'all don't don't want it anyway, uh, but some of you might be happy if that that renewed. Uh, hope and Sam Howell comes back. We'll talk about three keys to a commander's upset this weekend. 
Coming up next on this episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Week 17's weekend schedule is right around the corner, so be sure you order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites like pizza, wings, soda, burgers, just about anything you could want to settle in for some late-season football. If you're a procrastinator like me, kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals on everything you need for your watch party or your tailgate. Sometimes I like a, I like a classic chain like Buffalo Wild Wings. I know what I'm going to get, and oftentimes my local franchise is listed as one of the fastest available options so I can order a kickoff when I'm not at the stadium and get my order with plenty of game left to go. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change terms apply. This episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bets. That's $150 if your team wins. The largest spread this weekend belongs to the Buffalo Bills, who are minus 13.5 point favorites and minus 850 on the money line. The closest margin of victory predicted belongs to the Minnesota Vikings, who are just one and a half point favorites with a money line of minus 112. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and secure your wins as the season winds down. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. The Washington Commanders are playing the San Francisco 49ers this Sunday at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. Catch every snap of the Commanders hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the Sirius XM app. Just search Commanders. And while you're there, you might just hear a familiar voice during the game. So we've gone over uh, the current situation, the current conversation, speculations around the Washington Commanders quarterback situation. There is a game to be played this weekend. And I understand that a lot of Commanders fans don't want this team to win because they want the better draft pick. I get it. It's that time of year. Uh, but the team is going to go out there and try to win. Bad news for everybody. They are absolutely going to go out there and fight. So the three keys to victory, as I see them this weekend, key number one, play clean quarterback play uh, or get clean quarterback play. And, and honestly, I had this lined up before the news about Jacoby Brissett broke. When we spoke to Jacoby on Wednesday, that was kind of the biggest thing. Is his, his, his emphasis was going out there playing clean as the quarterback. Uh, and whether it's Jacoby, whether it's Sam, whether it's Jake Fromm, that is what this team is going to need because San Francisco 49ers are a juggernaut coming in with a 13 and a half point spread that they are favored to win by. Uh, you cannot give them any more opportunities. You just absolutely cannot hand them more opportunities than they're already going to have to win this game. So you have to have to have to get clean quarterback play from whoever is behind or under center uh, on Sunday. Number two, run the clock. Uh, you got you to keep a running clock here, guys. We, we know what it is. Uh, you look at that secondary report, you look at that defense, you know, I mean, no Chase Young, no Montez Sweat, no Jamin Davis, no Kendall Fuller, no Benjamin St. Juice, no Derek Forrest, no Percy Butler. I mean, you you got seven dudes out. And, and let's just be honest, like those even all those seven guys weren't, aren't exactly blue chippers themselves, but you were playing without those seven guys uh, already. You have to have to have to keep the San Francisco 49ers offense on the sideline as much as as possible. I, I asked Ron Rivera on Friday uh, about how that impacts game planning and, and understand that you need to run the clock more, control the clock more, maybe than you ever have before to give your defense a chance. 
And, you know, he acknowledged that, yeah, that's that's certainly a part of it. But at the same time, the San Francisco 49ers come out and put 14 points up in the first six minutes of the game. You know what I mean? You got to give yourself a fighting chance to try to come back in that thing and make up some ground. And this team might get pass heavy. You know what I mean? And uh, Brian Robinson coming back, that's obviously huge for this team. So I expect to see a good amount of him. But I just I just look at it and you have to try to keep this clock running. I mean, short passes, screen passes, run the ball as much as you can. Um, I almost don't even want to see you take these massive shots because if you go out there and have a three play, two minute, 30 second drive, that's great. But you're putting your defense right back on the field against that 49ers offense. And they don't have a lot of players in the secondary. Bottom line, you're just going to get gassed. And if that happens, you're just going to get uglier uh, and uglier as the game goes. Key number three, force and enforce third downs for the defense. you got to get the San Francisco 49ers to third downs. You cannot be giving up first down strings, first downs on second and 10, all those other stuff. you got to get them to third downs. And when you get them to third downs, you have to get off the field. You cannot give up the conversions. You can't be on the field for eight minutes, giving up 17 plays, three or four first downs in the process, all this other stuff. Again, you look at that secondary, man. There's like five dudes that you're going to have to play in the secondary. That is not a rotation that you want to deal with. Uh, and in, in that rotation that you already have, you've got a rookie in Emmanuel Forbes who's gotten abused this season. Quan Martin has grown a little bit here and there, but he's still not, you know, he's a second-round rookie. Nobody should be expecting him to be all pro either, but he's not playing at that level. And Tariq Castro-Fields, uh, really cool dude, really good young man, really a big fan of him. Um, but he's just, he's he's not Kendall Fuller. He's not Benjamin St. Juice, um, all those things. So you got to get off the field when you can, man. You got to play smart. You got to play assignment, discipline. Um, you got to play within the scheme, and you just got to do your assignment. And, and that's, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, you got to let the chips fall where they may. But if they get outside their lanes, outside of their assignments, it's just going to make things even worse for this squad. So those are your three keys to victory. It's a tall hill to climb, man. 13 and a half points against 49ers. A lot of people are saying the 49ers will have that uh, and more by halftime. You know, it just kind of is what it is at this point in time in the in the season. Of course, a good amount of Commanders fans won't be upset with the 49ers win. But for those of you who do want to see a Commanders win, those are the three keys as I see them. We'll see how the game unfolds and we will be back live from FedEx field Sunday after the game. So make sure you come back for that every dares uh, and everybody who's new to the program uh, as well. Insiders, I will have our command huddle dropping on Saturday. So if you're in, you are an insider, drop your command huddle question or comment or topic to discuss. And I will get to those uh, on Saturday afternoon. If you want to get into that action, go to join subtext.com slash locked on commanders and you will get text messages from me, including bonus content like, our weekly command huddles. As always, thank you for making Locked On Commanders your first listener, your first view today and every day. Every day, thanks for coming through on a regular basis like you do. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, part of your football routine. And until we speak again, please be out about, be safe, be kind. We'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 